In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ was transfigured. Today we've commemorated three different martyrs or groups of martyrs, all martyred in different periods of history. First, the Holy Apostle Matthias in the New Testament era in the first century. Secondly, the Holy Martyr Antony, a citizen of Alexandria, martyred sometime in the second or third century. And then finally, the Holy Martyrs Julian and Marcion, who suffered at the hands of the iconoclasts in the eighth century. The point of this is that in every age there has been persecution of the church. And Christ prepared his disciples for this. He said, because the world has hated me, they also will hate you. And even in the 20th century and the 21st century, Christians have continued to be persecuted. But the safest place in the world for Christians for the last 200, almost 250 years has been the United States of America. But that is coming to an end. The reason that it has been so safe and beneficial and glorious to be a Christian in America is because that America was founded upon a Christian principle. The belief that all men are created equal by God and that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This does not mean that the founders created a Christian nation in the sense that they were requiring all members of the nation to be Christians. This is not what they wanted at all. In fact, this is what they had run away from, many of them, the persecution of their own particular kind of Christianity. So they didn't want Christianity to be forced upon people. But they did want Christian principles to be established for the protection of all people for the freedom of all people. And so they established a government and a nation that is built upon Christian principles and has made it very safe to be a Christian. We live today in a present time in this year, 2020, where this security is no longer so sure. And the city of Portland, Oregon has become the focal point of this new persecution of the church. This persecution is not something that just began this year, but it is something that is coming to fruition this year. I would say that it began most intensely in the 1960s with the sexual revolution, which truly was a revolution against Christian principles. 
especially in regards to human sexuality. This was an anti-Christ movement. And it took root in our culture and began to change our culture. I want to give you a phrase that's very important to understand. Politics is downstream of culture. Politics is downstream of culture. What this means is that the culture changes before the political world changes. And as the culture becomes anti-Christian, the government and the politicians begin to become anti-Christian. And we are now seeing the fruit of that. We saw it in 1973 when abortion was legalized. How did that happen? Because politicians and judges were shaped by an anti-Christian culture and became anti-Christian. We saw it later when same-sex marriage was legalized. A whole generation of people brought up in public school system and higher uh, universities, places of higher education, where they were indoctrinated and trained in socialism, Marxism, communism, and anti-Christian belief, especially the belief in evolution, which is a fairy tale, a non-scientific fairy tale that has as its root a denial of the existence of God. And then most recently, this year, with the Supreme Court redefining what it means to be a man or a woman, what gender means. So all of these things have been an attack on Christians, an underlying persecution of Christians in terms of our ideology and what we believe. But now we are seeing the full fruit of that in the attack on our society. For over 60 days, rioters, anarchists, have been trying to burn down the federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon. Every night they come out, hundreds. They surround the building. They tear down the barricades that have been put up. They throw trash into the inner yard of the courthouse. They break windows. They burn Bibles, stacks of Bibles. Every night, they just kind of keep coming back. And the police and the, and the state police and even the federal officers have come in every night, coming out, just not to, uh, to be aggressive or offensive, but simply to, to keep them from burning the building down. This is an attack on Christianity. Not because we are a Christian nation, where everyone has to be a Christian, but because we are a nation built upon Christian principles, and it is these Christian principles that they are attacking. And they are determined to keep coming until they burn that federal courthouse down. This is not only happening in Portland, but this has become the focal point. My children in Christ, 
The persecution of the church has taken on a new level of intensity. And we need to pray for our country. We need to pray for all the people who are caught up in this. The people of Portland, we need to begin praying for them earnestly that their city will be delivered from this attack. Last night, two little old ladies in their 70s, one of them with a walker, went out to this courthouse front of this, covered with plywood, went out and stood against these protesters, these rioters. They said, this is our neighborhood. This is our city. Why are you doing this? Why are you trying to tear down our city? And the one of them even had a Black Lives Matter poster with her. She was with them ideologically. Yes, Black Lives Matter, yes. But this has nothing to do with black lives. You're trying to burn down a federal courthouse. Two little old ladies in their 70s. God bless them for their courage. They're even on their side. They're liberals too, who have have bought the black lies, black lies matter lie, and yet they don't want to see their city torn down. These protesters yelled at them, threw paint on them. Fortunately, they they didn't hurt them. They very well could have. We need to pray for them. We need to be bold in living the Christian faith, preparing ourselves for whatever might come, but to pray for them that, that God will deliver that city from this satanic attack on them the attack on freedom, the attack on Christian liberty, the attack on Christ himself. So let us not be afraid, but let us be aware, be diligent to pray, to live the Christian faith as boldly as we can. Let us pray that it is not too late for God to deliver our country from this attack that it can can continue to be a Christian nation where Christians can freely live and be a source of blessing to the whole world as we have been for over 200 years. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ.